0: All right, everybody, welcome into Sideline Spectator. I'm your host, Jake Smith, along with my co-host, Sam Kell, and we have a third chair this week, Mr. Drake Downs.
1: Uh, Kell, how are you doing first?
2: I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Ready ready to get get to the weekend.
1: Drake, you? Same, man. I'm excited for this week three matchup. A whole lot of good matchups. Uh, Pretty much a difficult week of betting, if you ask me. A whole lot of iffy, you know, large spreads. I'm not sure what I'm going to take. So we hope to have Drake.
0: We're, we're paying him a very lucrative salary, of $0 <laughs> a year. So we hope to have him back. We, we hope that that's enticing for him enough. And also in the package with Drake, we have Drake's son, J.D. He's basically our producer for this episode. Um, I walked in J.D. or uh, Drake's house and I saw J.D. And this is the first time I've actually ever met J.D., I'm so bad at trying to determine how old children are. I walked in and I was like, and obviously, like Drake's one of my best friends, so I I know that that Drake's that JD has been around. But I looked at him and I was like, oh yeah, this, this kid's like three months old. No, he's six months old. He's like half
1: a year old. See, I would think it's the opposite because he is a very large child. And so. <laughs> I was thinking about it after i asked him how old
0: he was somebody asked me last week how old somebody was and it was an older an older dude he's late 30s to early to mid 50s like i swear i gave that big of of an age gap a 20 year I'm, 20 year gap I'm so bad like yeah it's like
1: 12 to 15 year gap On me trying to determine how old somebody is. I do that, but with like crowds of people. I could be at a (laughs) gang somewhere. I could could be like, this is either 50,000 or 500,000. Like, I have, you tell me, I'll believe you.
0: (laughs) Listen, people, we got our subscribers up. That's good. Good job. We're almost up to 100 subscribers. We have one subscriber in Germany. Don't know how. They probably don't actually listen to this, but we do have a subscriber in Germany. So, congrats, boys, and other spectators. We are international now. We're Mr. 305. Um, But continue to subscribe, rate, give us that five-star rating. Give us a one-star rating. We don't really care. If you give us a one-star rating, we'll just bash you whenever you leave your your review. So, Sam, you brought up a good point. We were texting after our last episode, and for all you listeners— This is what I've personally decided to do. So me and Sam, we give our our weekly picks in this episode, in the preview episode, and also we'll re-put our picks on Twitter. If you DM us from here on out throughout the season, if you DM us your picks every single week, we'll keep up with them for you. If you beat both of us at the end of the season, we will award you with a jersey of the player of your choice. Now, this is the first time Sam's hearing about this. Are are you cool with that, Sam? Sam owns a bank. He owns like a multi million dollar bank.
2: The jersey might come from China, but yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah, it straight might from, take it
2: might take two H- yeah. No, it that's might right. Take two months to come in, dude. I'm I'm looking. I got three jerseys
0: in my DH gate uh, thing right now because I was looking at which one I'm going to buy for my yearly jersey. <laughs> and you ordered it like week 10 of last year, and it still hasn't came in
2: yet. Dude, I've actually ordered, I got like three or four, and they're, and they're like, I got an Eric Berry one, I got a Alvin Kamara one, and they're, you can't tell. So people kiss my ass.
1: I mean, I would say, like, with certain teams, so like the Rams, I came out with that new jersey. i tried to get one, I immediately threw it in the trash. Was it bad? Uh, yeah, it was it was very bad. Once I like actually, so when the Rams jersey released, I went straight to DHK, and bought one. I'll I'll, I'll pitch in for a hat. How about that? I want in on it. Boom, jersey and a hat. How about that, folks? I mean, you, So
0: we you gonna start
2: their it. picks from the week that they.
0: Yep. Yeah, so from week three till the rest of the season versus our week three through the rest of the season. All right. All right. I need, so, I need to make it. To
2: I need to make our Twitter account where they can DM us. Anybody can DM. They have to DM. participate
0: every week, though. Every week, you got it. You have to DM me, Sam. You can even DM Drake. We now have a Twitter account at Side Spectator, not sideline. As somebody else has already taken that name on Twitter. I, I looked it up. The dude has not been active since, I think, November of
1: 2017. And he has zero tweets and zero likes. This is just a little bit of, like, an idea. I mean, do with it what you will. But I think it should be side underscore spectator because then it's like side line spectator. Just an idea. I'm not saying you have to do it. I think I'm pretty creative. It's up to you guys. This, this is why he's here. This, this is, is why he's, he's the ideas guy. Contract.
0: This is, is, why I get that paycheck. this is why we signed <laughs> Drake to an exclusive zero dollar year salary. Get the bag, baby. Get the bag. Um, right, I
2: just I just changed the side underscore
0: spectator. Boom! It's done at side underscore for the line spectator on Twitter. Side underscore spectator on Twitter. All yep. right. Uh. So with Drake being in, so at, as everybody probably knows by now. Sam, he's our Chargers guy, also keeps up with the, with the Titans. I keep up with pretty much everybody in the league, but I'm mainly Patriots, Titans, and Bucks because I would die for Tom Brady. And Drake will now be our resident uh, Rams fan. So just to give everybody a background, uh, you know, get, get to know Drake's voice now. So, let's move into our first topic, uh, Justin Fields, QB1. Sam, what do you got on Justin Fields finally getting the nod?
2: Yeah, he should have got the nod from week one. It uh, He should have got the nod from week one. Now, he doesn't have a whole lot around him. So, I, it's not a Justin Herbert situation like last year, him walking into a loaded roster. So, we'll see, I guess. I mean, I I don't have a whole lot of hope for him.
1: So, I mean, really the take that I'm, I'm taking from this uh, whole situation is I understand uh, the ideology behind Matt and Aggie starting Andy Dalton, right? So, you want to fill this line out. You don't want to throw this guy out there, first off, not really knowing what to expect. Uh, you know, Matt Rule actually t- uh, was talking, he said, talking about Urban Meyer when it comes to college. Anybody can beat anybody. It's like playing Alabama every week in the NFL. So, I understand where it's coming from. You have to let Justin Fields kind of ease his way into it. Yes, he played pretty good in the preseason. But you don't know what you're expecting. In all honesty, it sounds terrible, but who are you willing to put more in danger, Justin Fields or Andy Dalton week one? Andy Dalton's been there and done that, and he's not your future. So, you kind of want to fill that situation out. He was kind of a last resort when it comes to Justin Fields. Let him get the training because a lot of people do forget that Andy Dalton had a MVP run 2015-ish, correct me if I'm wrong, somewhere around there. So the Red Rocket can throw the ball. So Matt Nagy,
0: at the beginning of the year, when he initially made his week one starter, which was Andy Dalton, he said, we want to see what Andy is. And I think I brought this up, Sam, in our our second episode, I want to say. What are you talking about? You know who Andy Dalton is at this point. Andy Dalton is a guy that's going to – he's going to put up some decent numbers depending on who he's playing. If he's playing bad competition, Andy Dalton looks like, you know, a top-10 quarterback.
2: Yeah. And but he, he's not going to lose you a game, but he's not going to win you one either. Exactly.
0: I mean. it, you know what Andy Dalton is. There's no reason why you spend a top-15 draft pick on Justin Fields. You've got Trevor Lawrence – You've got Zach Wilson. You've got Matt Jones. Three out of the five first round draft pick quarterbacks are currently playing right now. And who knows, Trey Lance could be starting by the end of the season. It's like, dude, put the guy in. The Bears' offensive line is not very good. They're more built around a mobile quarterback. Last time I checked, Andy Dalton probably has the same 40 time as Tom Brady. Like non-mobile guys, Justin Fields—he's a pocket guy that can escape the pocket with his legs and and get out of any trouble. It it just doesn't make sense from from a steam standpoint why he wants to go with Andy Dalton. Like why sign Andy Dalton when you already have Nick Foles on your roster that can do yeah. literally the exact same thing as Andy Dalton?
2: The problem is he makes a promise to Andy Dalton that he's going to start and he wants to be a good guy and not break that promise. But yeah, I think that's cool. he uh, he like, owes it. He's got uh, 52 other guys in the locker room that he owes the best shot to win a game, and it ain't Andy. I hate to yeah, break like, it. like
0: Matt Nagy and Justin Fields, their relationship, it it's like a guy that won't commit to a girl, and the guy just wants to be casual with the girl until the hotter girl becomes available, you know, which would be Andy Dalton. You know, Andy Dalton's yeah. hurt now, so Andy Dalton is now the girl that – Is not available, but you know he's telling the other girl, Justin Fields, "Hey, you can be my girl for right now until Andy Dalton, the other
1: girl, becomes available again and gets healthy." So Andy Dalton, pretty, pretty uh, minor injury, I guess. It's more of like a stinger that's going to be week to week basis. Week to week, yeah. So, would you? How much pressure is on? Justin Fields this week to perform good, just get the W, or perform good and get the W. Who are they play? You are playing the uh, Browns, so if he gets a W, I think he is your starter uh, indefinitely. And you're playing a subpar Browns defense from what I've seen so far.
2: Even if he loses, if he if he puts up a big game like uh, Justin Herbert game against the Chiefs last year when Tyrod got his lung punctured. one of those games, I think you probably can't look back.
0: There is something to say about a rookie or a new quarterback coming in after your original starter gets hurt, and that new guy performs to a certain level to where you can see your team around him kind of rally around him. Even if you lose and you can see that that guy is that it guy, there's something to be said about how the team reacts to that guy. And that's just going to make everybody else on your team play better. I'm sure Khalil Mack absolutely hates the fact, like especially last year when, you know, they would have a lead and Mr. Biscuit would go back in there and ruin it. And then the defense would have to go back out there and try to create something for the offense. When When your defense believes, especially a guy like Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, all those guys, if they can believe in the quarterback, I think that'll take that defense
1: is already good. I think that'll take that defense to another level. So what we're saying is he just has to show flashes of, yes, not even greatness, consistency, consistency, Uh, promise, maybe. I mean, uh, because we all know that Chicago fans, they aren't the most forgiving, uh, but they aren't the most intolerable either. They put up for a decade of Jake Cutler, it really does depend on on the situations. I mean, who who knows?
0: Who and you can play the what if game a million different ways, but your situation does matter. You know what what happens if if Peyton Manning uh, doesn't doesn't get drafted by the Colts and he doesn't have Tom Moore with Tom Moore's innovative offense. You know, Pey, Peyton Manning ran the Tom Moore offense. His whole career, you know, he took that to Denver with him. What happens if Tom Brady is not drafted by the
1: Patriots? I mean, why they also forget that Peyton Manning had a historically awful rookie year? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, he, I, I think he still holds the record for five interceptions in his debut.
0: Well, he holds the record for interceptions in his debut.
1: Trevor or Zach
2: Wilson is going to break that this year. 100%.
1: Looking like Zach Wilson is trying pretty hard to get his name in the record book already. <laughs> take it, take it how you want, but do he have? four interceptions Sunday. Four interceptions. Oh man, him I'm and Trevor have the same
2: amount of interceptions though on in the year. So,
0: so Sam, it came out today that Lamar Jackson. <laughs> so Lamar Jackson, for anybody that didn't watch the game or hasn't seen the highlights on Twitter, Lamar Jackson, they go, they score. I think it was their final touchdown
2: the go ahead touchdown yeah the go ahead
0: touchdown and he he does like a it wasn't necessarily a somersault it was like a side somersault oh, it was, like yeah, kind of like yeah. a cartwheel thing but he didn't like put his hands on the ground anyways he he lands on his on his leg his knee his hip whatever you want to call it and it came out earlier today that Lamar Jackson is experiencing uh pain in his hip, and that he was limited in practice. What do you got to say about that? And then four uh, hours later. uh, Lamar Jackson stand.
2: Four hours later, Schefter, the person who tweeted originally, tweets out that Lamar Jackson had an illness. So what probably happened is that came out that his hip was hurting. Everybody absolutely rails on Lamar. Yeah, the PR people
0: for the Ravens for life. let's call it an illness instead.
2: Yeah, his, his a hip illness. I mean, that's that's hilarious. I mean, you guys
1: remember a few years ago when that D tackle from Detroit got the sack, jumped up, and tried to celebrate, flex towards, towards ACL. ACL. Yep. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. It's,
2: it's it's terrible to see because I mean they've already had so much other running back injuries and now another running back's hurt for them. The Ravens just you hate to see it.
1: Yeah, starting running back, taking snaps. They run more Wildcat than anybody in the NFL. I know Sam
0: loves that, comment. I do. I do. Uh, Undefeated teams. We have the Cardinals, the Panthers, the Broncos, the Raiders, Rams, 49ers, and Bucks. We have seven undefeated teams left in the NFL. Who stays undefeated throughout this weekend, obviously, but – more importantly, who stays undefeated the longest? I don't think any of these teams are gonna go undefeated throughout the whole season. No. But who's gonna hold that that top power ranking throughout the year every no. year? So I mean, what do you got?
2: Raiders got a cakewalk this weekend. Miami without Tua. Yeah. Which Tua is not that great anyways, but still Miami, Miami sucks. Broncos got the Jets. I could see the Jets actually winning that game, but I think Broncos will win. Forty ers they're gonna lose this weekend to the Green Bay Rams. are Gonna beat the Bucks. Cardinals are gonna beat Jacksonville. They're gonna crush them. Panthers about to win tonight, and then Bucks are gonna to lose to the Rams. So, I just so if, you, I, if, if I'm got, Tom, if I'm Tom, I want to lose to the Rams right now because you're gonna bank on seeing them again in the playoffs, and you're not gonna to lose to them twice in a row, probably. So, so
0: you you've got two, maybe three out of the seven not being undefeated after this weekend.
2: Yeah, so forty ers forty nineers, bucks, and just forty ers and bucks, everybody else everybody else is gonna win.
1: Well let me ask you guys this. Out of these teams, I want to kinda like reverse it. You're talking about who's gonna stay undefeated longest. Who's the biggest fraud out of here? 'Cause for oh,
2: me Broncos.
1: I, I'm looking at this fraud and I'm thinking Teddy Two Gloves and the boys out Yeah, in they're they're and... bad.
2: They're they're real bad. The Broncos got the cake schedule. And you know what? The Raiders might be bad too. But I mean, I'll give them the Steelers win, but we'll see what they are Monday night next week uh, against the, the Chargers. The Raiders
0: are one hundred percent a fraud team. If you target a guy, I I'd have to look at the numbers again.
2: Twenty times, Darren Waller. Holy Twenty times a week. You one. can't
0: target one guy that many times every single yeah. week, Darren Waller. And yes, yeah. and and expect for defenses not to adjust to that. If if yeah. the Raiders play the the Patriots out. Oh, they dude, play we well. play. They're, the Patriots are not that great this year. I'll say it. But if Bill Belichick, a defensive guy, if you get a defensive guy against the against the Raiders, if the Patriots yeah. played the Raiders tomorrow, Darren Waller might have one to two catches.
2: Oh, I'm game. telling you, Staley. When we play them Monday night, week four on Monday night in LA, Derwin James is going to yeah. be is going to guard Waller all night, and Waller may have two catches. He. he and Derek Carr is going to have to give it to Renfro or I don't know who he's going to give it to.
1: Well, that's exactly what I was sitting there thinking is maybe it's a game plan. So, you're talking about John Gruden who is a quarterback guru, a proven quarterback guru, rather. And so, we're running a lot of in routes, 10, 15 yarders at most with Darren Waller. And then you're waiting for the safeties to cheat up and you've got Henry Ruggs third over 100%. the top. And that's what we saw at the end of the game that put the nail in the coffin for the Steelers. And then you've got Derek Carr, who has a proven arm. Who
0: he's like the Ford Fusion of quarterbacks in the NFL. I think like he he's a he's a guy that it, it, it's the it's the fact that you know you've got a Mustang that's obviously like a cooler car. You know you, you could say that that's like Patrick Mahomes, but Derek Carr is like that Ford Fusion. That's just like uh, you know it gets you to point A to point B. It looks yeah. cool at points like whenever they first come out. But at the end of the day, you want to, you know, you want to trade that thing in for like a Mustang yeah. to give you And Broncos
2: – uh, yeah, and know. Broncos did have a cakewalk. Raiders, I forgot they beat the Ravens week one, and they just beat the Steelers. So, they're, they're not – their schedule has not been a cakewalk. This weekend is a cakewalk for them. I don't know. If, until Derek Carr beats my team and punches my team in the mouth on primetime television, uh, I'm not a believer. And I think Herbert has beat him, beaten him twice, and I don't think – Car is going to be able to beat him.
1: So
0: Drake, who stays undefeated
1: the longest? So it all depends on how Sunday plays out. It's either going to be the Bucks or the Rams. So you're saying the winner of that of that game is going to stay undefeated the longest? Right now, according to yep. the Pro Football Focus the rankings, that's one and two right now. I think that holds true because of how the Chiefs' defense has played out. Uh, you. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. The Titans are going to be a perfect example for this. Uh, you have to eventually stop somebody to win a ball game when it comes to the defense. You can't you can score fifty one points a game, but if you're giving up fifty two, you're not gonna win ball games. I think that holds true to the Chiefs. I think it's gonna be the winner of Sunday's matchup between the Bucks and the Rams. Yep, so I, I
2: agree. agree. Um
0: yep. I, I mean, whenever we get into our weekend preview, I, I have the Rams winning personally. But let, for the sake of argument, let's do a little exercise here. So the Bucks' remaining schedule, and then we'll go to the Rams. The Bucks, after they play the Rams, they go to Foxborough. That's a win for the Bucks. They play Miami, win. They play the Eagles, probably a tough game, but a win. Bears win. Saints at New Orleans, uh, that's probably a tough game, but they should win that game. Washington, win. Giants, win. Colts, win. Falcons, win. The Buffalo Bills. It's not till December 12th where you look at their schedule and you say, they could go through the season 12, 13, and 0. So the Rams, Drake, you can answer these. All right, just say win or loss. The Rams, their remaining schedule. You've got the Cardinals. Rams are winning that one. Seahawks, that's that's a tough game. I Rams think most, mu- that's, a, I think, that's a much I think, better think- team.
2: I think they'll split with the Seahawks this year. I don't know okay, which so, one will be.
0: Okay, well, let's just say that the Rams beat that one. Then they've got the Giants. That's a win. They've got the yeah. Lions. That's a win. They've got the Texans. That's a win. They've got the Titans. That's a win. They've got the 49ers. That should be a win. Then they've got the Packers. For the Rams, it's not until you get to November 28th that they have a game on their schedule that's like, hmm, that, that might be a loss.
2: One thing I worry about is, Br- is Brady does seem to lose those early season games that he shouldn't. Yeah. yeah a couple of years, he's he's lost to a lot of bad Jets teams early in the season. So, I mean, uh,
0: let's get into the weekend preview. Uh,
1: first game, Panthers-Texans. Sam, what do you got?
0: panthers Yep, I got the
1: Panthers as well. Uh Panthers. I don't think it's close. Uh, all right, Bucks and all right, uh, Pats and Saints. This
2: is uh, a tough top. Yeah, I went with the Pats. I think Belichick turns Jameis over.
1: I'm going to have to agree with Kale on that one. I don't think that the coaching matchup is going to be the most fun to watch with this one between yep, Sean and Bill. Uh, but Jameis, I'm not a. I don't. I'm not buying in on Jameis just yet. I think he caught a very drama filled Pats or Packers team uh off guard. And so I don't think anybody saw it coming. So I'll see what I feel about Jameis after this week.
0: I'm taking my pats as well. Uh Bill is gonna make Jameis look like he never had LASIK eye surgery. Uh he, he's <laughs> he's gonna do that that amoeba defense. Uh he's gonna move guys around at the line of scrimmage. Jameis isn't gonna know what covers they're in. <laughs> Jameis might throw three to four
1: interceptions
0: uh, this, this coming game. So, so looking
1: like midseason form is what you're saying.
0: Uh, correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. Midseason Jameis is what you're going to get Sunday. So hammer the Patriots. Washington
1: at Buffalo. Sam, Buffalo. what do you got? Buffalo, easy. Uh, definitely going to take Buffalo.
0: I do think that this is going to
1: be a very
0: good game. I think the way that the matchup is with Washington's uh, defensive line, all first-round draft picks, I'm pretty sure versus that Bills offensive line. People don't know this about the Bills. They have one of the highest pressure ratings throughout the throughout first two weeks. I mean, it's only two weeks, so it's a small sample size. Yeah. But at, Josh Allen is going to be running for his life most of the game. But yeah. I, I'm going to take the Bills as well, so we're all in agreement so far. Yeah,
2: it, Josh Allen could look MVP for him because Washington's defense last year, we talked about how it was so good. They've given up 500 yards to the Chargers and the New York Giants and Daniel Jones. In back-to-back weeks, so I number one
0: pass defense last year. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to think that I,
2: over. I'm starting to think that I can't flex that Washington win as much as I w- wanted to.
0: Bears versus Browns. We kind of touched on this game. Drake did Browns. a little bit earlier. What do you got, Sam? Browns.
1: Uh, in my opinion, I think the the person that's kind of the big, the most to prove this week in this matchup is going to be the Browns defense that everybody has constantly talked about. They know that they're going to see some run pass option with Justin Fields that they wouldn't see with Andy Dalton, but they also come from a division with Lamar they see twice a year. If this Browns defense, who hasn't looked as top tier, as everybody says, but they've got the personnel, if they're going to convince us, they need to convince us this week against a rookie Justin Fields.
0: So I've got the Browns as well. Um, I – I don't know what the over-under is, Sam, um, but I take the under. I, I feel like this is going to be an ugly game. Like Justin Fields, he's probably going to make a couple splash plays. And, and it is something that the Browns are now having to game plan for that they weren't initially having to game plan for with, with the injury of Andy Dalton, like Drake was saying. Mm-hmm. Now it, you know, Justin Fields in there, it gives you that whole element of the run pat, the RPO. Yes, the Browns do that twice a year. Are they great at stopping it? Uh, no, absolutely not. But I, it's going to be an ugly game in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do have the Browns winning. Right. Speaking of over-unders, uh, just so everybody knows, whenever we talk about an over-under, you need to do the complete opposite of what we say. <laughs> uh, so the next game, we've got Ravens at Detroit. Uh, what do you got right. on that? Ravens.
1: You know, I, I do think Detroit has a lot of kinks to work out. Uh, I did like what I saw from JG in the first half on Monday night. I don't know about you guys. He was out there. He looked comfortable. He was slinging the. And right then he right turned
0: right. into Jared Goff.
1: And uh, no, no, no. Jared Goof came out of. Out Jared out of the Goof. Locker. Sorry, an extra O. Jared Goff was playing and then subbed in for Jared Goof at some point. Uh, but if we can just keep that consistency, that uh, it's always been frustrating as a Rams fan to you don't know what Jared you're going to get. I took the Lions plus nine in Detroit at Ford field. I do think that the Ravens will win. I think it's going to be a four-point game. I think we'll be surprised with what we see, the tandem in the backfield for the Lions. I mean, they have, they have enough weapons that they can make it a close game.
0: Uh, I've got the Ravens as well. Uh, nothing more needs to be said. Uh, Colts at the Titans. Oh, Tyler. no! Carson Wentz. They're Brett, the Colts Brett are missing Hundley. their Hall of Fame quarterback.
2: Yeah, Brett Hundley. Uh, I think Titans defense probably shows some signs of life this weekend. Probably jet, big game for Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, maybe AJ Brown gets a little involved. He's kind of been kind of quiet so far this year. But no, I think Titans. I think they're. Getting, it's only five points. I think the Titans probably double that. Not a big believer in the Colts. Uh,
1: I just saw the Colts firsthand. Uh, against this Rams defense that everybody's so highly touted on, even myself. But uh, I will say, all game, the, the Colts, when Carson Wentz was in the game, they were moving up and down the field at will. They would get in the red zone, they were inside the five twice, and just couldn't capitalize. Uh, Four down turnover and an interception. So they can move the ball. I really do like that offensive line. I don't think they have too much to worry about it. This is all going to be on quarterback play. I'm hammering the Titans five and a half.
0: I think that's highly disrespectful that you completely negated the fact that Jacob Eason came in there and and put up – insane, like, Hall of Fame-level numbers. His his first throw incompletion. his second throw was an interception to future Hall of Famer Jalen Branson. I was,
1: I was shocked that Jalen got the game ball. I thought Sean McVay was going to give Jacob the game ball.
0: Everybody knows this about me. I, I do not like Carson Wentz. Um, I, I think he would just be better off going with a younger guy. I understand that they're – going off of last year, their defense was was pretty, pretty good, so you want to get a veteran in there. And also Frank Reich, you know, that was that was Carson Wentz's almost MVP season before he got hurt, was with Frank Wright. Um, so I understand the Colts thought process on getting Wentz, but I, I just don't see it. I, I don't think he's I don't think he's the guy. So next game we've got Chargers at Kansas City. Mm. Missouri. It's not Kansas City, Kansas, for those back home that failed geography in the fourth grade. Kansas City is located in Missouri. Contrary, contrary to popular belief. Not Kansas. What do you got, Sam?
2: You know, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Purely because that I am – Chargers, Chargers fans fan. are
0: currently weeping
2: right now. If Lynn, listen, I, I'm going to bet so against the, the Chargers. Fan, you gotta respect it. I'm going to bet against the Chargers this weekend. I'm picking against the Chargers this weekend. So here's the deal. I'm either gonna be right, or and win money, or I'm gonna be wrong and get to see Joey Bosa put Ketchup Boys face in the dirt all all Sunday. So, you know I'm gonna go, I'm gonna roll with the Chiefs coming off a loss. I think uh, Chargers very well could win the game. I don't think the Chiefs cover at all. I think it's six and a half right now. I think it's probably uh, Mahomes takes him down the field, field goal to win the game or. Last second touchdown. Something really heartbreaking is going to probably going to happen, or the Chargers win by 50. But I'm gonna go with the Chiefs.
1: Oh, yeah. are you talking money line or are you talking spread?
2: Oh, I'm gonna take the Chiefs money line. I'm gonna win something this weekend. Either I'm gonna beat the Chiefs or I'm gonna win some money. It's going one win, win or the other. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're you're fading your heart basically.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm taking the Chiefs on this one. But if this is me with the two offenses that these teams have, I love the over. No matter what it is, I haven't even looked at it. I'm assuming it's 55, 50. Yeah, it is 55. Yep. 55, I like it. I'm hammering the over. Uh Just two high-powered offenses, two quarterbacks that can absolutely sling the ball up and down the field and aren't afraid to take that deep shot.
0: Justin Herbert is going to be able to move the ball down the field. Kansas City's defense, don't know if you've watched, not the best. Uh, They have two good players, Chris Jones and Tyron Matthew. That's, that's pretty much it. I don't think I can name you another – person on their defense so i think the chargers are going to be able to move the ball down the field i would like drake said i'd, I'd definitely hammer the over uh but i also have kansas city in this one yeah. um, and the, problem,
2: the problem is we if we kick field goals this week like we've been doing
0: we're going to oh, get gonna get we're gonna get kicked yeah. run out of the stadium we gotta to score touchdowns uh, leave the punter and the kicker at home no doubt yep uh so uh, probably worst game of the week uh falcons giants uh what, what do you got I, I got giants
2: i took the falcons Wait, what Yeah, I'm going to take Matty Ice. Uh, You know, I think uh, Dick Dick Beasley probably gets to Daniel Jones with a couple of strip sacks. And uh, I think Daniel Jones coming off a good game last game, he ain't getting it two games. Lightning ain't striking twice.
0: I'm going to go with the Giants. Saquon looks like somebody that honestly has came back before he was ready. Uh, yeah. That's what I see. I, I haven't watched a lot of Giants football this year, but what I've seen and people roasting Saquon on Twitter, I don't know. He, I understand coming off an ACL, you're going to look a step slow. He looks like a step and a half to two steps slow. Yeah, I, he, I, I, he, he I rushed back it. to go two and 15. I don't know. With the advances in modern medicine, I mean, it ain't crazy. I can't live to be 200, maybe 250. That's the same thing with, with uh, Saquon. I mean, like with the advances in ACLs, uh, Adrian Peterson came back from an ACL in like seven months and rushed for 2,000 yards. I mean, like, there's no reason why he shouldn't be full speed by now. I mean, oh, dear, in, the injury boy. happened like 10, 11 months ago. Deer antler spray, dude. Keep up with the times. <laughs> it's got to be something. But I, I have the Giants in this one. Uh, like you said, I mean, Daniel Jones coming off of a good performance. It's at MetLife. So it's at the Giants. That was kind of the. The factor for me in it uh, was the fact that, you know, the Falcons coming off of a tough game against the Bucks, they, they got their doors blown off, and now they have to travel up to MetLife. Yeah. I think it would be a little different if the Falcons were playing at home, but I'm going to take the Giants in this one. Yeah,
2: People uh, forget that Phillip Rivers played an AFC championship in La Tour ACL. Also, Oh,
0: in, insane. People also forget, even though it came out like three weeks ago, that Tom Brady played two seasons. Uh, on a uh, two and a half seasons on a torn MCL, yeah, and, y'all
2: beat it, y'all beat us that
0: year, Thanks and won that, two Super Bowls in that process. But, anyways, doesn't matter. Bengals at the Steelers, robbery. Steelers, game. oh, wait, I
2: picked on Twitter this. Uh, I don't care, still, still Steelers. They went nine two at home last year, nine three at home last year without Big Ben, not at home, but over the whole year. Or something like that. I saw some kind of stat. I'm taking Steelers. I think
1: they're going to eat Burrow up. I'm taking Bengals on this one. Ooh. Ben Roethlisberger is not healthy, no matter how bad he wants to try. You can throw Rudolph. You can throw Haskins, Dobbs. I don't care. Joey Burrow, Jamar Chase, uh, Higgs. They're they're going they're going to eat on Sunday. I think that they're going to prove that the Steelers aren't what we thought they were. So I think. Obviously, probably everybody
0: heard about Ben Roethlisberger's um, his pectoral injury. That apparently he doesn't know how he injured it. I- I'm just gonna assume that he injured it when he was picking up like a 16 ounce serve in a Texas Roadhouse. Um, I- I'm not too sure about that. Yes, his injury does kind of, you know, push me towards leaning towards the Bengals, but. Joe Burrow threw uh, three straight interceptions, like yep. all back-to-back Look. passes this past Sunday. And that Steelers defense, like it always is, it's solid. It it creates turnovers. Even without T.J. Watt, Burrow still threw those picks. I, it's just one of those games, even if Ben Roethlisberger doesn't play, I think the Steelers get the job done anyways just because of their defense. Yep. <laughs> yeah, gross. Cardinals-Jacksonville – all Cardinals, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No need yeah. to talk about it. All right, so – and then Jets, Broncos. What do you got, Sam?
2: Broncos. I can see the Jets winning, but I'm going to go Broncos. So a, they got a cakewalk.
0: Three games to go. two
1: gloves and the boys going to take it home.
0: Yeah, Broncos, easy. Uh,
1: Dolphins at Raiders. Dolphins Raiders. are yeah, Raiders going to roll. I just hope the Dolphins score at least a point.
0: I just hope the Dolphins have fun. They – I All mean, right, scoring the zero
1: points. We're not, I don't care if you score 100. If you lose, you're not having fun, not on my team.
0: Look, like I said at the end of the last podcast, it's for the children. Okay. It's for the children. We, we want to have fun out there. That's what, that's what Goodell is making the game about is about fun and making sure everybody's loved, everybody gets to participate, patient trophy. I mean, obviously, I'm kidding about the Dolphins having fun. Uh, the Raiders are going to steamroll them even without Jared Carr because the Dolphins just – they just stink. They're a lot worse than I thought they would be this year. Uh, so, Vikings and Seahawks. Sorry, Seahawks at Vikings. Uh, Sam, what do you got on that one? You
2: know, I've picked the Vikings the first two weeks, and they have lost heartbreakers. So, oh, I'm going to go – I'm going to give them one last chance. Oh, like, I do not think they go 0-3. I think that it's absolutely crazy to think they go 0-3. Uh, but I'm going to go. I'm going to ride with the Vikings. I think I'll trust. I'm gonna, I, I really trust Kirk Cousins. Last week, probably, sh- he should have won last week, period. I mean, you can't trust the kicker. But yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings.
1: You know, I'm with Sam on this one. I, I think the Vikings are a very solid team that just cannot get it done. I am not a believer, maybe it's biased in the Seahawks. I think just because of their name and recent history, everybody. Think so highly of them. Uh, I'm, I'm going with the Vikings. I think there's a lot of pressure on them as far as fan base, as coaches on the hot seat, players on the hot seat. They've got the talent to do it. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins. They have every reason to get the job done. Uh, you guys are nuts.
0: Uh, the Seahawks are winning this game. Uh,
1: <laughs> Russell
0: Wilson playing on turf. I, I, that's the thing that people people have to take into account the, the environment that players play in. A player like Russell Wilson thrives in, in an environment like playing on a turf field. That's what made Drew Brees good for so many years that he played his, his whole career in a dome. The over is going to hit. Okay, both defenses stink and both offenses are very good. The over is going to hit. And I, I just think that if it comes down to the last two possessions – Who's going to be able to push the ball down the field? It's definitely not Kirk Cousins. It's Russell Wilson. So, I'm going to go Seahawks on this one. Bucks at Rams. Uh, I think we've all already said that the Rams are winning, but, Sam, do you have anything on that game?
2: Yeah, just, I'm going with Rams. I think, honestly, if you want to lose a game, if you're Tom Brady, yeah. looking at the schedule, it's got to be this one because yeah, you're, I, be you're not going to lose to them two, two times in a row. It ain't going to yeah. happen.
0: Do not go undefeated. That's the worst possible thing you could do. Uh, that's a flashback to 2007. I, I would have rather have gone 12-4 and 4 that year and, and won the Super Bowl. Yeah, do
1: not – nobody should ever go undefeated ever again. It's the worst thing you possibly do. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with the Rams on this. I think in this game, Matthew Stafford is playing with a chip on his shoulder saying, hey, I'm the real deal too. Uh, I think that Matthew Stafford and this defense who has – the Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, the two best at their position, they have a lot to prove because so far uh, I'm not buying in. The Bears are moving the ball down the field very easily. The Colts are moving the ball down the field very easily. Uh, caught a couple lucky breaks, uh, tip passes for interceptions, you know, things like that. This team has to go out defensively and win a game before I'm going to be convinced, but I do think Matthew Stafford gets it done.
0: I also have the Rams in this one, and I'll tell you why. The Bucks defense, Sam, I, I, I told you last podcast episode that their defense is giving up the 11th most yards. Mm-hmm. The Buccaneers' defense versus empty sets, okay, that for those back home, that's when your quarterback is in shotgun. Could be under center. That Nobody really runs empty under center anymore. Uh, but it's when your quarterback's in shotgun. There's no running back beside him. Uh, He's just in the backfield by himself. So the Bucs defense versus an empty set. Since last season, yards per attempt, they give up the third most in the NFL. They're 30th in the NFL at 7.9 yards per attempt. So basically every two throws, they're getting a first down. QBR, they give up the second most in the NFL at an 86 QBR. That's 31st in the NFL. So they're... 30th in the NFL against yards per attempt, 31st in QBR. The Rams, since 2020, since last season up till now, they run an NFL high, 192 plays from an empty set. Nobody else in the NFL runs more plays and sets out of the empty set. The Mm Bucs' cornerbacks, they're down. I think they've only got Carlton Davis now that's left. Uh, Their secondary is hurt. Their pass rush, obviously, their backers, they're good. But it's it's kind of like a matchup game, in, in my opinion, with how how the numbers work out and, and with the Bucs not being good against the empty and the Rams running the most empty in the NFL. And now they have a very, very good, like, future Hall of Fame quarterback running those empty sets. It's going to be a recipe for disaster. I, I, whatever the spread is, I would take – I would take the Rams. They're they're going to beat the spread 100%. The Rams should be favored in this if they're if they're not. Especially
2: it's like one, it's like one and a half.
1: I stayed away from it, but what do you think about? I put 25 on the over, 55, 40, 54 and a half, 55 and a half, maybe just 55 even.
0: If the over-under gets up to that, I think the Bucks have a shot at winning this yeah, game. I, buck, think, I think the buck. game is going to be won with the Rams controlling the game controlling the ball on offense, but also on defense, kind of dictating what the Buccaneers are able to do because of that solid defense and their pass rush and their back end at the secondaries.
1: Um, I mean, we're talking about the NFL right here. We're talking about they are catered to offenses. We want to see high scoring. I have a weird feeling that we're we're going to see another – Chiefs-Rams 2018 match. Oh, that game was so good. I mean, possibly the greatest game that I've ever seen. 51-54, just a dogfight. I want to see another one of those. I'm a little irritated this is not Sunday night football or Monday night football.
0: Yeah, it's the 325 slate, so it's, uh, it's America's game of the week. I totally agree. I mean, uh, yeah, Packers are playing the 49ers on Sunday night football. And then the, Eagle, the Eagles and Cowboys are playing Monday night. Stop putting – Stop putting the Cowboys versus their division rivals on, on primetime television. It's never a good game. Even if Dak Prescott is hurt, healthy, it's never a good game. But all that being aside, Rams over Bucks, It that's a lot. That, the Sunday night football game, Packers at 49ers. Uh,
2: 49ers are favored, which is kind of crazy. But I'm going to go with Packers. I think Packers went by 10.
1: Uh, I'm going to agree with Sam on here and say that I'm going with the pack, but I think this is where you see that the 49ers are frauds. I am not bought into Jimmy G. So I hope by the end of the game we see some Trey Lance uh, just because... That man is a prince. Do not, do not. No Jimmy G slander here. I'm not, no slander. I'm just not bought in. I think he's a very talented quarterback. I'm just, like you said, he's going to keep you in the game, but he's not going to win you the game. It takes a complete team effort with somebody like him. And if I think that the Packers – if they move on from the offseason mentally, they, it, it's confusing because they let the – they actually got manhandled by the uh, Saints. They should probably file a harassment report to the police. And then they let Jared Goff and the Lions hang around uh, and before they decided to start playing some football.
0: So, I've got the Packers in this one, and it's one of those games. I think if the Packers jump off to, I don't know, a 10-0 lead, there's no chance that the 49ers can come back. I, Jimmy G has before – I think it was 2019, their Super Bowl run. They played the Saints in the regular season, and it, it was a back and forth. It was kind of like that uh, that Chiefs and Rams game in 2018 – Jimmy G he looked great he, he was able to move the ball up and down the field but he's just not that guy that can consistently push the ball down the field and go up against a guy like Aaron Rodgers I, I've got the Packers in this and like I said if, they, if the Packers jump out to an early lead it's it, over it, it's over it's over mm. first quarter if they get out to 10-0 lead game's over yeah. um final final slate Monday night football uh Stinking the the Eagles and the Cowboys. This might actually be a good
2: game, but I I just hate seeing the NFC East in primetime television. I got Dallas. I think uh, that win Sunday was probably pretty big for them. Ugly win. You you got an ugly win out of it, Uh, but a win's a win. I think it's probably a it's probably a big game. I think it's probably a fun game, but uh, hurts Dak. Probably lots of points. uh, like I said, um, I, I agree with you. I'm about to tire the NFC East primetime games.
0: And, like, I, I get it. You've got Dan back now. Ca- I don't the get Calv- it. <laughs> the Cal, but, but there's something to be said. Jerry Jones, the only reason why the NFL is has as big of a TV deal as they do is is because of Jerry Jones. He's the one that always heads the TV deals. So, just by default, he's going to get Almost every I'm, single prime yeah. time game that, that he wants, and I'm um, fine
2: with the Cowboys being on it. I don't want Cowboys and freaking Eagles, Cowboys and, Eagles. and Redskins, Redskins and freaking Eagles, I, Redskins and Giants. It, Mark my words, Cowboys and Giants will get a prime time game, and I'll throw up the whole time.
0: The Cowboys and the Bucks to kick off the season. That that game was so good, and it's because they played somebody outside of their division. Just, just stop putting the Cowboys. Playing their division, I don't don't do it. Give, give us like Cowboys versus Packers. I don't even know if they play this year.
1: That would be an incredible game, in my opinion. So
0: What are we doing with the Lions on Thanksgiving?
1: But, Holy cow! Like you're just talking about these primetime games that are absolute garbage. Just after week one, who watch? I mean Thursday night football background noise unless you got some money on it, right? But you're not you're not gonna get your big dogs on Thursday night because people are gonna work on Friday. They're probably gonna watch till half and go to bed. That's what I do. I think that's what a lot of people do, unless you're a fan of the, the team that is playing. I just don't understand. Like it's even gotten so bad where eventually don't Thursday night games stop getting televised and they go to like Amazon to yeah, find
0: a- around week I wanna say it's week twelve or week thirteen. It's week thirteen, they start taking Thursday night football off of nationally broadcast. And then, then yes, they'll, they'll go to their Amazon thing, uh, and, and they'll do that route. And it, Thursday night football, I'd have to look at the numbers, at the ratings. It is every single season, it's the worst football product. It does worse than, like, college fo- – obviously, college football is a monster, but, like, it does worse ratings than college football. If you're at the professional level, your professional sports should dominate – the your sports field if that makes sense um yeah I, i've got the cowboys in this uh sam i am becoming a believer in the eagles a little bit i i was yep, wrong i think i that told defense, you i told you i think that defense is actually pretty stinking good
2: uh and they got they got some weapons R- Jalen rieger uh he, he, he Devonte he's got it yeah yeah
1: yeah sanders i mean i think Jalen Jalen definitely has the heart of the winner whether or not – I mean, you don't get to Alabama without being some sort of a, an athlete. A winner. Uh So, he definitely has it there. I, I love that thing to see whether or not it's a rumor or not, quizzing his his younger guys in the hallway about plays and stuff like that. I and love that. that. Is, I love that. That is just – I don't know if it's a Nick Saban or just the Jalen Hurts or the Bob Stoops in him. I don't know what where, where that came from, but I love it.
0: Jalen Hurts, he's just one of those guys. If even if you're like an Auburn fan or you know an LSU fan, you have like you just have to like Jalen Hurts. It, it, he's just one of those guys that has that that leadership quality in him. It, it, you just have to like him. Uh, so that'll wrap up our weekend preview. Uh, I think we only disagreed or had you. had four disagreements on four games. I want to say. Yeah. Uh, but lock those picks in uh, Anytime, like I said earlier, if we talked about the over, do the complete opposite. Uh, so, Sam, let's move into parlay to poverty. Uh, what are your three best bets? For
2: All right. Weekend? So, my third best bet on the weekend is probably going to be the Green Bay Moneyline. Uh, I don't know how they're not favored, but Green Bay Moneyline, it was plus 150 last time I saw it. So, I'm probably going to touch on that depending on how tonight goes. Uh, Raiders minus four and a half, even if it goes up to five and a half. I think you yep. still gotta take it, uh, and then my mortal lock on the weekend is the Here Tennessee, we go, folks. T- the it's Tennessee, not hit. The, the Tennessee Titans minus five. I mean, they the Colts usually have the Titans number, but that's dead. I mean, it, at least at least for this matchup, it is because
0: it's a home game. It's the first division game of the year. The Colts are starting basically their third string quarterback. I, yeah, I I would hundred percent take the Titans. Yeah,
2: it's too good. It's too good of odds, and it's too good of a spread.
0: All right, Drake, what do you got on your parlay to poverty bets?
1: My two locks. I I mean, I feel like the Raiders minus four. I'm a believer in the Raiders. I'm a believer in Derek Carr and John Gruden.
0: So, people, that's Sam and Drake both agreeing on a
1: on a lock for this week. What's your last one? Uh, And then I'm going to retract my statement on a lock, but I really do like the Lions plus nine. I do not think it is the same Lions that we're talking about. And if they could ever pay Megatron the money they owe him and they get that curse off of them, I think that they would turn their season around and they could possibly go five and 12. You know, I think the Lions', <laughs> I think the Lions
0: problem, they're owing two. I think the Lions' problem is I don't think I've seen a video of Dan Campbell biting a kneecap off. Not yet. I think if you're going to say that in your introductory press conference and your team doesn't see it, I mean, he's a guy that wants to lead by example. If you don't actually do it, I mean, what,
1: that's your team's whole mantra. I mean, you you got to do it. You've you got to buy the meat This knee guy out. was out there doing half-assed up-downs with his team. He was making grown men making millions of dollars doing up-downs. I love the energy that I'm seeing out there in Motor City. Who are your two locks for fantasy this week?
2: Uh, I'm going to have to go my first one is Austin Eckler. Uh, I think the Chargers haven't really been really good about running the ball, especially in the red zone the past couple of weeks. Uh, I think Eckler's probably good for two TDs this weekend, granted, assuming the Chargers get in the end zone. Uh, I think running the ball is going to be big, especially playing uh, Kansas City, take the ball out of Mahomes' hands as much as possible. Still allow Herbert to throw it around the field, but uh, those long drives like they had against Washington, they're going to be pretty key this week. So a lot of Eckler and Kyler Murray. Man, he's been balling out the first two weeks. You got you walking – he's walking into Jacksonville or he's – Jacksonville's walking into his stadium. I don't know which one it is, but, I mean, he's got another 400-yard game coming, it looks like. My
0: two locks before Drake goes. I'm going to go with – this was honestly tough for me. I'm going to go with Elijah Mitchell for the 49ers. I know I said earlier that the Packers, if they jump out to a lead, game's over. But – if the 49ers can get the ball first, control the clock, go down the field first drive, put up some points, I think that puts the 49ers in a good position throughout the rest of the game because the Packers' defense is not very good against the run. And Mitchell, okay, he's a must start because of that, but also because of these two facts. Jamichael Hasty, I think that's – Jamichael isn't that his name? Uh, it, he has a high angle sprain. He's going to be out for me. You know, six weeks is usually what, like, a high ankle sprain is. And then their third-round draft pick, Sermon, he is in concussion protocol still currently. If he's not cleared by tomorrow, there's no way he, he's going to go out there and play. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, he he's probably in meetings and stuff, but it, that's a tough go to go up against the Packers, you know, coming off of no practice, in my opinion. Uh, So Mitchell, he's going to be my definite lock. I'm going to do something a little different for my second lock. My second lock is do not start Rob Gronkowski this weekend. Don't do it. A couple reasons. The serious one. The reason why is because Gronk is going to spend a lot of time this weekend against that Rams pass rush. He's going to spend a lot of time chipping Aaron Donald and chipping and those pass rushers to give Brady a little extra time, if not staying in the block for – I would guess that you, you're you going to see Gronk block probably on 50% of the pass plays. That takes away from – yes, A.B., he he might not play, so that's another opportunity for Gronk. But the pass rush is, is where you have to start first, okay? So I'm going to say do not start Gronk. The second reason because of that – is because him and his girlfriend Camille Costick, she's a uh, Sports Illustrated supermodel, right? They've been together since I want to say 2016 or 2017. This is probably reading in a little bit too hard, but they haven't seen each other in months, I think, because she's been working with Sports Illustrated. Uh, he, he's been, you know, training camp, preseason, now, now regular season. It's been a while since they since they've like actually spent some time together. She lives out in L.A. currently. Gronk, obviously, their game is in L.A. There might be a little extracurricular activity. <laughs> he might not have his legs. I know that's probably reading a little too much into it, but for those two reasons, I, Gronk is a stay
1: away from him. Welcome to the TMZ segment, I guess. So I've got run CMC. He's playing right now. I think he's going to get a whole lot of attention. He has in the first two weeks. I don't see that slowing down, yeah. especially against this Texans defense. I, that dude, is a Swiss Army knife.
2: And if you didn't start McCaffrey tonight, you're an idiot and, and quit all fantasy leagues.
1: Yeah, right. 100%. He, he, he's a luck every week. I, I don't care who yeah. he's playing. I don't care if he's playing number one defense. I don't, well, I don't care if he's playing in the Pro Bowl. Like, don't you start him? I mean, He, he, didn't, he didn't get a
2: touch season. in the first drive. They just went three and out, and they yeah. didn't get a single touch.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. For, for those of you that will be listening to this tomorrow, we're currently watching Thursday night so, football right now.
1: Thankfully, also, my starting quarterback is uh, Kyler Murray. I'm actually in a 16-man league. Jake is in this league. I had first pick and 32nd pick, and that was yeah. one in 32. Uh, but I'll take a step away from that because Sam said that. I'm going to go with Tyler Higby. I think a lot of the focus this week is going to be on, obviously, Cooper, Cooper Cup. I think, yep. uh, Antonio – or Antoine Winfield. Antoine Winfield. Antoine Winfield. He's going to be shadowing Cup, right? I would think that he is going to be his shadow. And then that leaves – open a lot of opportunity for Robert Woods. I don't know quite what Sean's plan is for Deshaun Jackson. He hasn't got a lot of touches. Uh, Van Jefferson, who I'm a big fan of, has gotten a lot of touches uh, more than Deshaun Jackson, who I thought was going to be number four. Our our receiving core is so deep. But like you said, uh, they're going to be so focused on that and – Uh, The pass game, that's going to open up a lot of interior passes. I'm not sure what the game plan with the inside linebackers, if they're going to play zone, if they're going blitz. Uh, I think that's going to leave a lot of interior routes open for Tyler Higby. I like him for this week's fantasy. I like that.
0: All right, so let's move into our last segment, uh, fourth and forever. Sam, what has no chance of happening this weekend?
2: Vikings losing a third heartbreaker in a row
0: think like you're nuts. No way it can that's a, happen. That's a fir- that's a first and five. That's an encroachment penalty, and you've got an easy layup to get a first down. I think that's the complete opposite of what this segment should be.
2: There's no way they lose a three third heartbreaker in a row. Like there's no. If they do, then they're they're char- the new Chargers.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and say my first and forever is going to have Fourth and forever. Fourth and forever. Drake's new. He'll he'll get it. He's got to earn that salary. Sorry about that, guys. I just took a pay cut, I guess. Uh, Honestly, Titans Titans making a statement this game and being a respectable Super Bowl favorite, as in like the preseason. So, they're going to have to make a statement, especially with Brett Hundley starting. The Titans are going to have to put up at least a 10-piece on the Colts to be uh, respectable, in my opinion. I understand that that defense is lacking some talent lacking some depth there's a lot of holes in it but you've got arguably the most talented offense now chemistry goes a long way but if we're talking off sheer talent you've had enough you've had the offseason you've had it took pieces. the bu- it took the box till week 13 last
0: year to actually get it going on offense you can have all the talent in the world but it takes time to get that click.
1: So, I mean, you got Julio, you got AJ, who I wouldn't say a superstar, but as a up-and-coming potential superstar, and then you got Derek Kenner, who's already a superstar. Uh, Tannehill, I mean, they have got a lot to prove because they got absolutely smacked around Week One uh, against a really talented Cardinals team. I'm not I'm not discounting that, but they got smacked around.
0: Uh, so my first fourth and forever is Carson Wentz. Not being injured, I, it, it's <laughs> just something that he can't do. He's made of glass. He's made of paper mache. I, I don't understand. He's like that. He's like that. That guy on SpongeBob. You, you see, yeah, you see it uh, all over Twitter. He, he's that guy that wheelchairs out of his house and he is completely wrapped up. And you know, he he does that sob story of you know, I wake up every morning and I and I break my legs and then you know. In the afternoon, I break my arms. Like that's Carson Wentz. If Carson Wentz was a verbal meme, that's it right there. It's that dude off of SpongeBob. I don't, I don't understand how you can sprain both of you, both of your ankles. Like it Same just makes game. no sense. And our our intern is actually here at Drake's house right now. Chris Webb. He he's our resident uh, Colts fan, and I, I don't know what his thoughts are with Carson Wentz, but it. it I don't get how you can stay injured that much.
1: I mean, I know your favorite rapper might be 2 chains, but have you heard of 2 Sprains? I guess so. Dolphins winning. Dolphins got no shot.
2: Zero chance of winning. If Derek Carr is balling like he's been balling, they got no shot.
1: So my last one, uh, fourth and forever, uh, is going to have to be That this Monday Night Football does any numbers, whether you have the Manning cast or not, (laughs) I don't care who you have commentating this. Uh, Manning cast is a phenomenal thing. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. But I'm going to bed after the first quarter probably. And I know that doesn't say much. I usually go to bed after the first quarter. But no one cares to watch this game uh, like we talked about earlier. Get some better games on primetime television. Uh, that I understand Thursday night football. Monday night football, this absolute disgrace. I'm going to need to see uh, some better teams. So my last fourth and forever is going to be – I'm going between
0: two. Uh, I just want to get Sam riled up, I guess. Uh, it's the Chargers beating the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are coming off of a loss. They're at home. I just – uh, I, I, agree. I don't like it. I, I agree. Don't, I don't like it for the Chargers. I know we have uh, quite a few Chargers fans because of uh, uh, people that Sam is friends with. Uh, they listen to this podcast. I just don't see the Chargers being able to pull this game off. Now, I, 100%, I can totally see it becoming a shootout. But at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes coming off of a loss, it, it's like anytime Brady comes off of a loss, like you... It's a lock that he's going to win the next game. I,
2: honestly, I agree, but I can see it going. It go in two ways. I could so see see that maybe the narrative get going, like people have figured the Chiefs out. Maybe the Chiefs right. are not that good. My preseason prediction: Super Bowl hangover. But no, I, I I agree. I'm I'm with you. Like I said, I don't I don't think they win just because my life don't get that good. But yeah, it, it it's probably not happening.
0: All right, so. Before we close, I have one final question for the both of you. Uh, going along with the Chargers and Drake being a residence Rams fan, uh, this should be good. Who owns the city of Los Angeles? <laughs> Whoever wins the Super Bowl I'll, this I'll year. Let, I'll let you go. Yeah, I'll let you go. You two go on on this argument.
2: Uh, I mean, until the Chargers prove they can win win some games. I mean it's not it's not them. now. So you're not even putting up a fight.
0: Well You're taking for, the gloves off and and you're throwing in the
1: white towel right
2: there. I mean I just off pure Sam Darnold just ran it in. Holy hell. Give it to freaking McCaffrey. Uh I'm, I'm I do not know. I mean you, you got you, you got one or two years left of Stafford. So I mean I don't know. I think going forward it just is going to depend who wins some games. Uh, well, I guess we'll see. I mean, you know, Super, Super Bowl's in so far this year, so we'll see.
1: You know, I just – what what surprised me the most about this, and I'm, I'm kind of with Sam on this. So I'm not going to uh, – uh, it's it's not a rivalry for me. See, we're not talking about, like, the battle for California between the 49ers and the Rams and Chargers, and all that stuff. But the fact that we they shoved us in the Coliseum – and we didn't necessarily sell it out, but we filled it out and then they shoved the Chargers in a MLS stadium. <laughs> yeah. That held twenty seven thousand. They didn't even sell that out. I had no idea. Like I felt like San Diego, like they had a pretty respectable fan base and all this stuff. So I mean, it's one don't of those things started. where, you know, just I haven't watched a Chargers game yet this year and I don't know how they've uh, how they filled out so far. So actually I think the... we I think I
2: think we 55 45 in favor of Chargers fans last weekend is what is what I've been seeing because you got there was a lot of navy, but half the people that have Chargers jerseys have Navy jerseys. So but you can hear when Asante Samuel gets his pick, the the crowd goes nuts. And there's a couple of drives where Dak's driving and the crowd is just going, it's absolutely
0: nuts. What I'm getting out of this, what I'm going to pull out of this, is the Rams, in, in terms of Los Angeles, the Rams are the Lakers and the Chargers are the Clippers.
2: Don't make that analogy. I hate the Clippers.
0: I know you do, which is why I said it. I, I mean, that, that's what it is. I mean, let, let's get real. Like the, the,
1: I think the, 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 the Lakers Rams own that city. Well, but the Rams are the team that has all the hype behind them and the Chargers and the Clippers are the team that impress. So, I did, like, I all just the said- pressure is on the Rams. There's no pressure on the Chargers. And I'm sure that there is millions, thousands – let's just say thousands. I'm not going to say millions – of um, California, L.A. residents that have both jerseys in their closet, I think, because yeah. – they they don't care enough. And, I I it is that. not. It's not like being out in Nashville. It's not like being in Kansas City. It's not like being. There are people that just they don't care. They go to the game for a hobby. And no, that's it's what it's my a, biggest it's pet peeve a... about being an mm-hmm. LA fan. Sam, I want you to
0: dive dive into to what you just said. The point that you just brought.
2: Oh, up. they don't care. I mean, it's it's. A, that's what you you said. It was a Lakers town. It is a Lakers town. It, I mean, it's going to be tough for another sport to thrive there. But like you said, they're gonna have both jerseys because they they don't care. It's a social outing to them. I'm going to Chargers game this week. I got my Chargers jersey. Oh, we got Rams game next week, and good thing I got my Cooper Cup jersey right here. Like I, they don't care. It's just gonna be whatever celebrity's in town for the week, what whatever team wants them to come have, wear their jersey. It's
1: we can talk about how nice it is though to have 17 home games. A year, <laughs> no, like they get, that is sweet. You,
0: yeah, you, you're right, and Sam, you're right. I mean, hey, the Chargers are in town this week. Next week it's the Rams. You know, let's go to both games. I, yeah. I totally agree. Like L.A. is is one of those unique cities where basketball is that's Kink. the city yeah. instead of instead of football. I mean, it's I can't think of like just off the top of my head. I can't think of another. City that that's the case,
2: Boston?
1: Absolutely not.
0: boston You think the you think you think the Celtics? Maybe back in the day. You think the Celtics are? I'm I'm talking about the Patriots, dude. I mean, uh, all time until Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft have a stroke (laughs) and they they take that six foot dirt nap. There's no way the Celtics are going to trump the Let, Patriots in Boston. Let me ask you this,
1: any other sport in general. So, I've never been to Boston, but you've been numerous times. How do the Bruins compare to the Pats?
0: That
2: Or the Red the Sox? Argument.
0: Red that, Sox. Now, the Bruins that is 100% a fair argument. The Bruins Boston is is originally a hockey town. That's what it is. Um, back in the seventies, original
1: six, right? Th-
0: back in the seventies, they they called the Bruins the Big Bad Bruins. They dominated the seventies, and that that's just kind of the whole mantra in that town. Is when people call into wei or or the sports hub up there during hockey season, that's like you you hear hockey when hockey starts, probably like sixty percent of the time, and then. Football and basketball, like the other 40%. I, I would I would entertain an argument about the hockey over the Patriots, uh, Bruins over the Patriots. If Tom Brady was still here and they were still winning, it would still be the Pats over the Bruins, yes. Well, guys, that's it for this episode. Uh, we're going to have a guest on next week. We're going to have – Fitzy, Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. Check him out at FitzyGFT, I think is what it is. Um, He is a Boston sports media guy, and I am extremely excited to get him on. Uh, Look up his YouTube. Uh, The videos that he puts out are absolutely hilarious. Uh, He's a diehard mass hole uh it's going to be an awesome interview we're going to preview the the bucks and uh patriots game mainly with him uh get into some brady belichick drama that has current like that has recently came out this past week with seth Wickersham's book coming out on october 12th boys do y'all have uh anything else
2: i'm good let's hope that McCaffrey scores a
0: touchdown this half (laughs) so i'll be better
1: Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. It's been fun.
0: Drake, we'll uh, we'll we'll probably re- renew your contract for for next episode as long as you agree to the to the you know no
1: no pay. I'll I'll never call it first down and forever ever again. I promise.
0: So with that being said, we will see you guys next week.